ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. For more than 20 years, New South Wales police have marched in the Sydney gay and lesbian Mardi Gras, but not this year, with the board of the event telling them to stay away. It comes on a difficult week for the force after a senior constable was charged with the alleged murder of a Sydney couple, Jesse Baird and Luke Davies. But police participation in the event has long caused controversy. Today, we unpack why. I'm Sam Hawley on Gadigal Land in Sydney. This is ABC News Daily. Hi, my name is Nicole Asquith. I'm the Professor of Policing at the University of Tasmania and the convener of the Australian Hate Crime Network. Nicole, we're going to unpack the reasons behind why the board of Mardi Gras, which takes place this weekend in Sydney, decided they don't want New South Wales police marching. Organisers of this weekend's gay and lesbian Mardi Gras have asked New South Wales police not to take part in the march. In a statement provided to the ABC, the board says it made the decision in the wake of the alleged murder of Sydney couple Jesse Baird and Luke Davies. The New South Wales Police Force says it is disappointed at the decision but says police remain committed to working with organisers to provide a safe environment at the event. First, just tell me how significant a decision do you think that is? Given the history of New South Wales Police uh, participation in the parade, this is quite significant. It is uh, about 25 years that New South Wales Police have been marching in the parade and and often in previous years they have been one of the you know most celebrated of the, the floats or, or the groups that have wa- walked in the parade. But over the last couple of years we've been starting to see some pushback from the community particularly uh, groups such as Pride in Protest who who are uh, trying to raise the issues around how police involvement in the parade actually makes feel unsafe for some members of the LGBTIQA plus community. Cops marching in Mardi Gras is salt on open wounds. The SACA special inquiry into LGBTQ hate crimes found that there is shameful homophobia transphobia and prejudice within the New South Wales Police. Mm, Okay, and let's unpack that a bit more in a moment. It comes, of course, as the police force is under intense pressure over the alleged murder of two men in Sydney, Jesse Baird and Luke Davies. A police constable, Bo Lamar Condon, has been charged with their murders. Beaumont Lamar Condon was once a red carpet regular, making a name for himself chasing celebrities. He then switched to chasing criminals as a police officer. This morning, he was the one in handcuffs after he handed himself in to Bondi Police Station. Two bodies have been located by New South Wales Police in the search for missing Sydney couple Jesse Baird and Luke Davies. Police confirmed they only have one suspect in custody, the 28-year-old man who handed himself in last week. It's a horrible situation, isn't it? Without a doubt. And, and you know, we need to, in some ways, bracket off that. It, it is bad timing that has come just before Mardi Gras. There is... Uh, a tendency within the community to add that, to pile that on top of some of the other Mm. long-standing concerns that we've had 
around New South Wales Police and their actions, but also their participation in the parade. Part of the concern here is about access to police weapons. Police say they will allege in court that a police pistol was used as the murder weapon. Deputy Commissioner David Hudson told reporters a Glock pistol had been signed out from a police station several days earlier. There is a process which we will have to review in relation to this. There are also approvals within the organisation for firearms to be stored at home as well. Um, and we are working through all that as part of the investigation. It raises much wider concerns around the oversight of police and their use of weapons, which is something that a lot of uh, criminologists and activists have been talking about, the, the use of weapons within New South Wales Police Force. And this is just yet another example that perhaps the systems that they've had in place are not appropriate to the needs. Nicole, of course the alleged murders have sparked concern in the LGBTQI community, but this request, as you mentioned, that police not march as a group at Mardi Gras, it goes to something much broader, doesn't it, to overall trust in the police force? That's correct. And, and, and trust in New South Wales Police and, and all Australian policing services. We don't want to just say this is an issue with New South Wales Police, that there are issues across the country and, in fact, internationally in relation to LGBTIQA plus communities and the police. This is because in many circumstances our lives were criminalised uh, until quite recently. You know, I'm, I live in Tasmania and it was 1997. So within the living memory of, of those in our communities, our lives have been criminalised. So the police were the enemy until quite recently because they were the ones that were criminalising us and, and arresting us. So they're, they're, we're starting from a, a very low level of trust to start with, and it's taken many decades to get it to the point of that New South Wales police were invited along to march in the parade but every year since they've participated in Mardi Gras, there have been members of the communities who have raised concerns about their participation in the, in the parades. Yes, and not to mention that back in 1978, when the first Mardi Gras was held, there was a brutal police crackdown. The police attack! In June 1978, a group of protesters walked along Oxford Street in Sydney. Instead of acceptance, they were met with truncheons. So, Nicole, to understand further this trust issue... Let's talk about an apology the New South Wales Police Commissioner Karen Webb made on Sunday. New South Wales Police have apologised to the families of those killed in historical gay hate crimes. An extensive inquiry into a number of suspicious deaths and unsolved murders spanning 40 years. Last year found a raft of failings by police in their dealings with the LGBTQI plus community. Tell me about that and what it was about. The apology was in relation to the findings of uh, Justice Sacker's inquiry into LGBTIQ hate crimes and has collected significant evidence both from community as well as New South Wales Police about a, a long-standing pattern of failures within New South Wales Police to investigate what were perceived to be hate crimes. 
and that that inquiry last year looked into the suspicious deaths or unsolved murders of I think around 30 cases, something like that. And he made 19 recommendations for change, including fresh inquests into the deaths of several men. That takes us back to Sunday when Karen Webb made this apology. And and Justice Sacker did not make a recommendation that New South Wales Police apologise because he thought that that needed to come from a position of authenticity, not out of, uh, of being forced through a recommendation. And Karen Webb did apologise on Sunday for the failures of New South Wales Police during the period of 1970 to 2010. But, but it was the timing of the apology and how it was done that concerned some people. Yes, and I think, you know, the Special Commission of Inquiry handed down their report at the very end of December before everybody closed up for the Christmas period, which uh, meant that there was no immediate response from government or from New South Wales Police. However, we've, we've had another nearly two months since then and I think the timing around the apologies is definitely linked to Mardi Gras and that they wanted to link their apology to those events. But in some ways, it's almost stained that celebration because it is a reminder that the police service that, is, that we pay for, that is part of our public social good, has in fact failed our communities over and over again. And, and, and whilst it is a much-needed apology... I feel that it may be a little inauthentic, given that there were that there was no commitment to doing anything more to ensure that those problems do not arise again. Mm. So Commissioner Webb's apology for past New South Wales police failures in investigating the deaths of suspected gay hate crime victims over several decades, the timing of that is partly behind why the Mardi Gras board then decided to ask police not to participate this year. I suspect it was one of the factors. I think that we need to be thinking about this as a layered impact on the community. We know that with smaller communities like LGBTIQA plus Australians, that there is one degree of separation from everybody within the community. So one bad encounter with police actually ripples throughout the community. When it is a really significant failure of policing, such as being identified by the Special Commission of Inquiry, then that ripple effect is, is more like a tsunami that is impacting across the whole community. And I think that New South Wales Police in its uh, timing of the apology, but also its decision not to withdraw, that in fact it was Mardi Gras that withdrew the invitation. I think those two decisions are actually quite um, disrespectful to the trauma that the community is actually carrying at the moment. Mm. The New South Wales Police Commissioner says she thinks it would be a travesty if police couldn't march this year because so much work has been done to build bridges. We have been building a bridge with the gay lesbian community since the 78ers were mishandled by police back in the day. We have been participating in Mardi Gras for the last 20 years and haven't missed a year. And I would hate to see that this is the year 
that we are excluded. Nicole, what about the police commissioner herself and her handling of this? She was on Channel 7's Sunrise program dismissing questions about her leadership. There will always be haters. Haters like to hate. Isn't that what Taylor says? Mm. But I've got a job to do. But could her job be on the line over the handling of this? And should it be? I hope not. So often women are appointed as commissioners at a critical point in a policing organisation's history where there is a lot of bad press about uh, the actions of their members. Most of what has occurred in relation to the Special Commission, Parabell Inquiry, the Parliamentary Inquiry, all occurred before she became Commissioner. So even though I think she has made a misstep in terms of the timing and for not actually uh, asking her members to step down from uh, participating in the parade, I don't believe she should lose her job on this. There are, of course, Nicole, LGBTQI plus members of the police force and their allies for whom taking part in the march is just really important. What do you think the decision means for them? It would be devastating because just as with everybody else in the community, this is our, our night of celebration but the, they could participate, they could still participate in the parade in a variety of other contexts outside of wearing their uniform as New South Wales police officers, just as every other LGBTIQA plus person and their allies can, can participate in any of the, the floats and any of the groups that are marching. So what do you think, what needs to happen to heal this rift and, by the way, this new rift that's opened? Yeah, I, I think that there it needs ongoing work. It's not something that you can just come back to each Mardi Gras. At the moment, we've got a system based on, you know, the, the average white Australian middle-class person who possibly has had their house burgled. And that system is not designed for the intergenerational trauma that many marginalised communities uh, carry with them every day. Nicole Asquith is the Professor of Policing at the University of Tasmania and the convener of the Australian Hate Crime Network. This episode was produced by Bridget Fitzgerald and Nell Whitehead with audio production by Sam Dunn. Our supervising producer is David Cody. I'm Sam Hawley. Thanks for listening.